eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With Joe Shasky, it's Mark Willard on Garlic Fries and Baseball, guys. Two episodes a week. The only way or the best way to not miss an episode is to subscribe so each and every one of them gets delivered straight to you. The, what you just threw out, I think, is, is especially interesting if, for instance, you do want to bring up a name like Shohei Otani. Mm-hmm. If the Angels are convinced they're going to lose him, which, by the way, they should be because they are. <laughs> yes. So if they're, if they're convinced they're going to lose him, then they should be motivated to trade him as soon as possible. Every day that goes by, the price goes down because there will be fewer games where he's on your team, right? But either way, he is still a rental. And therefore, you're going to have to deal with free agency at the end of next year, uh, no matter how you acquire him. Is there value getting him into your system and showing him how first class of an organization you are? Sure. I, I, I do think there is. But how much do you want to give up with that being the case? So some names that get thrown around every time we do bring up an Otani are obviously Kyle Harrison, who's become the number one prospect. Uh, there, there's Luciano. Casey Schmidt is firing with a bullet right now. They do have some names, uh, despite what the public says, who are succeeding at the minor league level and are very intriguing right now. I would almost rather talk to some of those teams from the major league roster. Like, wouldn't mm-hmm. you? And Grant Brisby, though tongue-in-cheek, brought this up a little bit this week in The Athletic. Wouldn't you rather, like – dangle Camilo Duvall than Kyle Harrison? Because I know I would. I think everyone should. Uh, first off, one's 20. The other one's 25. One's a lefty starter who you believe has no arm injury history at all in his entire career um, and throws very effortlessly with the legs. The other is a 25-year-old flamethrower, and he throws 100-plus. And we know that, A, those guys are volatile and wild, and B, they have a shelf life too. Like to think that, look at all the great closers in Giants history. 
all of them went down at some point with a devastating arm injury. Joe, that happens with every pitcher for sure, but specifically the flamethrowers. Rod Beck, Rob Nen, Brian Wilson, go right down the list. Melanson got hurt with the Giants, Benitez. So, like, to think that Camillo's just going to be the dude for eight, nine, ten years, that's probably false, right? Like, I think we can all agree that. And his value is about as high as it's going to be right now. Well, uh, yes, because he does have the ability to hit 104. Yes. And, and he is young and, and, and all of those things. But closers, uh, I mean, how many closers do that for a decade? I mean, There's, Rivera, I can't even Hoffman, think. Hoffman, Bobby, yeah, Wa- like, uh, Billy Wagner. There's like five in my it, lifetime. It flames out really, really yeah. fast. And sometimes when you don't see it coming, like the Dodgers, I don't even know if they can put Kimbrell on no. the playoff roster. You look what's happened there. And about a year and a half ago, everyone's like, wow, elite closer. <laughs> yes. We're going to let Kenley Jansen go. We've got Craig Kimbrell. Well, how about that? Josh Hader story. Another great one. My gosh, like, oh my gosh, he's the best closer in the game. The next week, he can never get another out again. It's just bizarre. So they fall off a cliff, and someone like Duvall, who does not have pinpoint control, like when he does lose two miles an hour on the fastball, what does that become? It's a great question. Right? Like, I, does, this, does he become someone who's very easy to hit? Because let's be honest about these hitters. Like, 98, unfortunately, is not special anymore. No. It feels like half the roster for all no. of these teams is throwing 98 miles an hour. Yeah, it, and this is what I would say about Camillo. Like, right now, I love Logan Webb, right? I'm in love with Logan Webb. Yes. I'm not going to move Logan Webb. I really, really, really like Camillo. I'm not sure I'm ready to get married and love him forever, meaning he's not untradeable to me at this point. And because of the position, you have to evaluate it properly. The shelf life for a closer feels like running back in the NFL. Yes, it's great when you have a Derrick Henry, but there's so few and far between, right? And we we were just listing them. Like Lee Smith. How many teams did Lee Smith play for in our lives? A zillion. Like yeah, a zillion. All of them. All exactly. And I like Lee Smith. Kenley Jansen right now. You'd have asked me this two years ago, three years ago. I'd have said he's finished. He's washed. And, yeah, he's doing a pretty darn good job uh, with the Braves right now. But he doesn't have a whole lot left. So I'm with you, man. If, if it takes something on your Major League roster to go get Shohei, I think you have to do it. Yeah, yeah. That that said, I'll stick with my point. Like, that's not option A this offseason no, at all. It's a fallback. I just, it's just too risky. Um, you know, I, I think the Giants are going to be in a very strong position to get into Otani conversations at the end of next year, no matter where he plays this well, year. And, and then the last thing I would say is there are some teams that underperform this year. Toronto Blue Jays, for example. I wonder if they're looking for a little shakeup. You know, could you pluck one of their young players for one of your veterans or a combination of guys? Like, I just, I would look around and say, one of these teams that left a lot to be desired, go take a look. Sniff around the Phillies. Like, I have a feeling this is going to end ugly for the Phillies and the Yankees. Sniff oh. around them and see if you can check their corpse out. No doubt, no doubt. Oh. Spending a lot of money and, and and at this point have not had any of the results to show for it. We'll see if the Yankees can sort of refine what they did uh, at uh, the first half of the season. Okay, before we're done with this episode, I want you right. to explain to everybody why Shelby Miller suddenly became relevant to you this week. So I'm leaning forward yesterday in my bed watching the San Francisco Giants, and I'm saying, huh, Shelby Miller looks pretty good. 
And then he turns around after catching a ball from the from the catcher and he's wiping it up. I go, wow, he's rocking number 18. Matt Cain's number 18. And I don't know why. I just got triggered. Okay. And we can have the debate about Matt Cain and should his number even be retired? I think it's an interesting question. He's a three-time World Series champion, three-time All-Star, perfect game, 10-year giant. He's on the wall of fame. That's not the question that I'm asking you. Let's say it's not going to be retired, which is totally fine. I saw them for years. Years issue 22 before it was retired. Will Clark's number. And even before him, it was Jack Clark for my dad. They would issue it to like a Dan Ugla. And I'd be like, that number means something to me. Don't give it to Dustin Moore. You know what I mean? And maybe I'm just a number weirdo, but like I want to hold out 18 for one of the younger prospects that's coming up to give to one of them, not just willy nilly to a, and I, God bless Shelby Miller. This isn't an indictment of him. It's just more like that number feels special to me. And I, if you're going to hand it out, it better be to somebody who's promising. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Okay, so two things can be true at the same time. One, you're a numbers nut, and that's true. But two, you're kind of right. That can also be true. But here's an example I'll give you back as to why I think the Giants don't necessarily feel it's a big deal. If you had said to me three days ago, oh, my gosh, I can't believe Miller's wearing number 18. You want to know what my response would have been? Why? What's wrong with that? (laughs) like do you know how many numbers of recent giants i like i'm the opposite of you i know a lot of people are quiz me and i'm like i know buster was 28 yes and tim was 55 and i think i'm out like i have no clue what did mad bum wear i don't even know yeah. What did he wear? 40. He wore 40. Okay. See, when you say it, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. sounds right. Yeah. But I'm like, I had a 1 in 99 chance of getting that right. <laughs> like, I have no clue that I Matt know, weird. And this is why the, this is why the names are on the back, too, though. Like, this is another reason yes. why they got the names on the back. And I know that triggers people. That doesn't really trigger me. But, like, for example, and this is going to sound nerdy. Rich Aurelia wore 35. 35. Now, I don't think Rich Aurelia is one of the greatest Giants ever, but, like, he he was an important player, and they waited to issue that number until Brandon Crawford came through. And I think it's cool, and maybe it's maybe it's just coincidence, but I think it's cool that Crawford and, and Rich Aurelia wore the same number, playing almost the same position, and Craw ended up being a Giants fan, all that. Like, I find that cool. Now, I know I'm a numbers dork and this, that, and the other, but I just – 
I was like, Shelby Miller, really? We're giving Matt Cain's. And you know who wore it before Matt Cain? It was Moises Alou. You know, so how many people know that besides me? Yeah, not many. Not many is the the answer. But like, I'll give you this. I guess in general, look, if somebody is like, that's my number, uh, you know, if it's not retired, I I, I guess you give it to them because in the moment they're like, dude, you're a giant. Like, you're a giant. We're going to give you what you want. But when it is like September of a bad year right? and someone just gets called up and you're like, yeah, we got a jersey hanging around. Oh, yeah, look, it's an 18. Here, you go, go wear this and go get a couple strikeouts. You're like, wait a minute. That number actually has some history. So, yeah, like couldn't you have found – I need to know the story. Did Shelby Miller walk in and be like, yo, I need 18? If he did – I'm actually okay with it because yeah. you're here now. But if they're just like, I don't know, we got 78 numbers available. Which one do you want? And he's like 18. They could be like, I don't know how's 19 sound. Like that's pretty close <laughs> to 18. Well, that's like, Forgetty's number. That's yeah, Forgetty's. I'm just teasing. I'm, now I'm right. getting ridiculous. <laughs> now I'm getting ridiculous. But like that's yeah. that's my point. I know, and I'm and I'm weird. But then the other question, which is a fair one, it's like where do you draw the line? You know what I mean? Like we've got a million numbers that that are special. You know, you got to create some new ones. And I'll tell you this: nobody's worn 99. So Aaron Judge, it is there for you. It's yep. there for you to take. Boy, you want your head to explode. Watch him sign with the Giants and go, I need number 35 because I grew up watching Rich Aurelia. And Brandon Crawford's over there going, wait a minute, I got one more year on my deal. What are we doing here? What are we doing? Let me give you my favorite one. When they acquired Carlos Beltran, if you want to hate Carlos Beltran anymore, Giants fans, (laughs) Bochi wore 15. He demanded 15. Bochi gave him 15. Bochi wore 16, which Renneria wore right before that. And then obviously Carlos Beltran was one and done. And then Bochi went back to 15. So Bochi wore 16 for about half a season. Okay. Well, now nobody can wear 15 and 16 around the Giants anymore either because that is Boach's number. Damn it. All right. There it is. Good episode for Joe Shasky. I'm Mark Willard. The final week of the regular season is coming up next week. We'll be with you twice, but oh, by the way, we're going to be with you through the offseason as well. We're not going to miss this winter meetings, not by any stretch. So keep it coming. Make sure you subscribe and we'll talk to you soon.